how to game the time clock at his Kmart job. His time clock was programmed in 15-minute increments. He realized if he clocked in just a few minutes early and clocked out just a few minutes late, he could actually get paid for an extra 30 minutes, even though he'd only worked about half of that. Oh, it felt great. You know, it's, it was, you know, maybe you know, 50 extra bucks, give or take, every paycheck. Um, so for almost two years, I did that every day. He figures he made an extra 3400 bucks from this altogether. My grandfather also worked at that store, so he told me about it before I started. And so I just knew to do it on day one. A loophole legacy. I'm Rima Grace, and welcome to This is Uncomfortable, a show from Marketplace about life and how money messes with it. The thing about loopholes is that they can either spark admiration or judgment. There can be a fine line between what some people might consider a clever hack or even a justified stand against the man and what others might see as just straight up unethical. This week, we're going to tell you about an enormous loophole that walks that line. What if I told you this one guy walked away from his mountain of debt, never plans to pay it back, and may get away with it? That's what today's story is about. A man who goes to extreme lengths for a $200,000 loophole. In 2002, this kid from Chicago felt like he was on top of the world. We'll call him Anthony. When he graduated from high school, a wireless company he'd been working for offered him a promotion in Milwaukee. It was a well-paid job, and he was only 18. It's sort of been being, being handled like a golden ticket. Like, here's a golden ticket to a whole future you can create. His parents told him, you should really go to college. And he thought about it, even filled out the forms for student loans. But in the end, he sided with the paycheck. Three months afterwards, I was earning more than my mother. And a year and a half later, I was earning more than my father. By the time he was 21, Anthony was well into six figures in the wireless industry. And by the time he was 23, he was overseeing the entire Midwest region, flying between Minneapolis and Chicago, setting up new offices and hiring people. He could afford a loft apartment with 18-foot ceilings, an Acura with heated seats, expensive cocktails and tasting menus. He loved his life. And he loved capitalism. Oh my God, I was I was the number one advocate, evangelist, mm. gung-ho, you know, fist pumping. 